Heather. And I'm Brittany. We are the okayest moms, but we're also creatives, businesswomen, and best friends. This podcast was created as a community for the modern mom. We know you're doing your best despite the conflicting messages that you aren't doing it as well as someone else. We believe in self-care, mom friends as our sanity, and that motherhood looks different for everyone. Most of all, we believe that you are more than just mom. So join us as we talk about a range of topics from motherhood to frivolous reality TV and everything in between. Welcome to the OKest Moms podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another OKest Mom moment mini episode. Mini so Minisode. Minisode's good. Okay. Welcome to an okay small moment, Minisode. Um, we... I don't have time to say mini episodes. Come on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we are sharing your stories of okayest motherhood. That is what this series is. And we've gotten some good ones. So let's dive right in. Let's do it. Okay. This first one. Here we go. So after brainstorming what would be a good okayest mom moment to share, I'm somewhat concerned that most of my moments are okayest, but maybe that's okay too. So one of the areas that I'm particularly okayest is house cleaning. Happy to do the childcare, the cooking, and the gardening, but the house cleaning gives me no joy. Same. <laughs> we just had our third child eight weeks ago, and of course the house cleaning has not gotten any better. And this girl is by far my spitty baby, my most spitty baby. By which I mean that when she was born, the Olympics were still on. And my seven-year-old told me that Juniper would win a gold medal and spit up if it were an event. (laughs) And it's true. She has landed spit up anywhere you can think of. On the dog, in her sister's hair, on the dining room table. The girl is a fountain. So like any good mother of a newborn and pet owner, once I realized that my 90-pound dog has a taste for spit up, he is now my go-to cleaner. In fact, now he is able to hear her burp, runs across the room, and laps it up. (laughs) It's a little more than mildly disgusting, but I'm grateful. (laughs) You know, I would be lying if I said, so Nolan was also a very spitty baby, and I would be lying if I said that Astro had not done the same. (laughs) And I was also very grateful for it, because it was one less thing to do. Honestly, dogs are the best with babies, and kids in general just cleaning up their messes um I do have another spitty baby story so when I was little my grandma watched me and my cousins and my youngest cousin she was like a projectile vomiter and my grandma loves to tell the story about how I called her big puke (laughs) (laughs) one time (laughs) one time we were in church And my grandma was holding my cousin over her shoulder and didn't realize that she had projectile vomited all over the pew behind her. (laughs) And I apparently yelled like in the middle of mass, grandma, Lindsay did it again. She puked everywhere or like something like that. And I guess my grandma was just mortified, but I'm like, you're welcome. You didn't even notice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you're doing okay. Because your kid hasn't puked all all over somebody at church yet. Um, That is from Laura. And she actually goes on to say, on the subject of Santa, 
My seven-year-old Teddy is a miniature scientist. He questions anything that smells remotely of fantasy and demands evidence. <laughs> oh, this sounds familiar. So we finally fessed up under his interrogation that Santa is imaginary. However, I asked him to withhold that information from his three-year-old sister who believes that unicorns once existed, but they are now extinct. Apparently, that directive did not extend to family and friends, however. We were at a goodbye dinner for our neighbors down the street. Somehow, the topic of Santa came up in the summer. Teddy looks at me with a sly expression, turns to his friend, and whispers to him. I knew immediately what was going through Teddy's head. His friend looks at his mom and asks in the saddest voice, is it true that Santa's not real? I could have melted into my chair. Keep up the good work. I love listening to your podcast on my walks. They make me feel less alone in this new stay-at-home mom life. Oh my gosh, Laura. I fear this day is coming for Harrison, my oldest, because he is also a miniature scientist and needs to know the facts behind everything. (sighs) Honestly, I think it's a miracle he's bought it this long. I know. Somebody kind of crushed my dreams the other day, though, when they're like, oh, he's probably just pretending because he still wants to get gifts like (laughs) well the real skeptic of the two is Sullivan though so he's the one that I can't believe has bought it really well I feel like like he's more imaginative though I feel like his brain will let him you know take take but I think of the two once he figures out big lie which is like the original big lie (laughs) that I think he will be on a mission to shatter everyone's dreams. I know, dreams. I know. And that, that is, <laughs> he's the one you're going to have to watch out for. Here. I know. Because <laughs> if he can't have it, nobody can. Oh, God. We'll see you guys in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for writing in, Laura. Those were great. This next OKS Mom moment is from a guest we had on episode six, Motherhood and Mental Health, Andrea. I have a really good one. That's from when my, um, my oldest son is who's 16 now when he was like four, three or four. Um, I had told him I was going to get in the shower and that he was to watch Pinocchio and I'd be out in a couple minutes and the doorbell rang and it was the UPS guy. And he told the UPS guy, I have no idea why to this day, but he said, my mom is asleep and I can't get her to wake up. I thought this was like a medical emergency. And he comes into my house, into my bedroom, as I am like buck naked. <laughs> and I was like, why are you here? And he's like, I thought you were dead. And yeah, I was oh like, my gosh. Oh my gosh. I signed for the package. <laughs> it was like the most horrific thing ever. So, and how old is your son now? He's 16. Have you ever asked? Like, why did you say I was? And I couldn't, he's like, I don't know. He just did. He said it. Oh my gosh. That's, That's really funny. Yeah. I mean, that poor UPS guy, can you imagine? Like, traumatized. I mean, I'm sure he was relieved that you were alive, but. Right. <laughs> That's really funny. I bet that's his most embarrassing, too. <laughs> I never saw him again. We got a different UPS guy after that. Oh, of course. Great. <laughs> really funny. Oh my gosh. I. <laughs> Can you even imagine? I mean, like, moms already have to take such a short shower when their kids are home as it is. But can you imagine, like, finding a strange man in your shower? No. I guess in your bathroom, not your shower. 
Oh my gosh. I just, ugh. can you imagine how mortified he was too? Like, I thought I was being like the knight in shining armor and right. <laughs> totally. Cooper. Well, so often when I hear these moments, I just think this is not on you, mom. These it's on these kids. These kids are bad. We're fine. It's these kids. True. It's true. Who just thinks of that? Who just, you know what? I'm just going to make this up. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. All right. So this next one here is from Katie. Katie says, I have so, so many over the last nine years, but one of the most colorful recent ones is talking to my neighbor only to have her eyes, only to have her eyes grow wide as I turn around and I see my two-year-old absolutely covered in paint, head to toe. It turns out that the thumping sound I had heard was her banging the paint containers on the front step to get the paint out of them. It took a hose, a bath, and two washes of her clothes to get to all of it, or to get it all off her. And there is still some on the concrete on the front door. <laughs> that has happened to me so many times where you're just trying to have a conversation with another adult and you're trying to like also kind of semi-monitor what your kids are doing while having an adult conversation and it just never goes well. But why didn't why didn't your neighbor say like, hey, by the way, your kid has paint yeah, cans? I really feel like that's on the neighbor. Like it totally is. You're off the hook, Katie. Don't worry. <laughs> Again, see, this is another one. It's these kids. Those kids are bad, not you. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, this next one is from Lindsay, who was on the podcast in episode nine uh, on fertility with Lindsay. So we have one of our dogs just passed away, and he was a little bit sick. Um, he wasn't going outside very often, but he found energy when he needed to go, right? So my husband has our 20-month-old twins outside on the front porch. We've just moved into this house in December, so most of our neighbors don't really know us because, um, you know, it was cold. I'm in the Midwest, so there was snow, and we're not hanging out outside. So the dog wants to go out. He has the twins on the front porch. I have no idea anybody's around. Um, I was breastfeeding until they were 15 months old and I still like, I'm, I'm not wearing bras all of the time yet. Like <laughs> it's like a, a habit that I'm not in. Um, and so I was taking the dog out without a bra on and he like, I opened the door and he pulled. And of course our neighbor is standing right there talking to my husband while I'm being drug out of the house without a bra um, toward the yard. And then we took out one of my kids. So <laughs> they, they were fine, but it was just like a whole grand entrance of like, hello, welcome to my chaos. Welcome to my real, you know, life. So it was just, and I, it, there's no graceful way to like exit that. Oh. You know what I mean? There's no moment where you're like, I can fix this. I can rectify the situation. Like you're just, People are falling, babies are crying, dogs are needing to go, and my boobs are flying everywhere. <laughs> it was the first time I really felt like I was like, okay, this is a mom moment that you just don't, you don't experience that as a single person. Um, yeah, I've been in a lot of those situations where I'm just like, what, I can do nothing here. If this just is what it is. This, is. this will be a great story later, and I'll just be mortified now. But these are the moments when you find your people because either they're going to laugh or they're going to give you the weirdest look like you're an alien from another planet. And you know, that's not your person. <laughs> so true. 
Okay. Thank you for listening. We would love to hear your OKS mom moment stories. You can submit them. You can either email us, hey at okaysmoms.com. You can submit your own at okaysmoms.com slash OMM. Or you can call and leave a voicemail at 916-778-0545. See you next time. If you like what you just heard, and we hope you do, you can find more of us online at www.okistmoms.com. We're also on all social media platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at okistmomsblog. Or if you want to, you can send us an email at hey at okistmoms.com.